Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way. For weeks, the four heroes had been gathering the scattered crystals of Soldier War's Holocron, a relic discovered at the site of a crashed ship with a murdered crew. They had picked up the pieces in his trail amongst the stars, but for all of the hints and clues, they were not certain who awaited them on the desolate Sith planet Moraband, with an Imperial Inquisitor likely en route and Ward looming as mysterious and troubling as ever. The travelers pressed on through the dangers. Foul weather and fouler spirits troubled their path, but still they stand together. Or do they? Join them this week as the heroes are going, going... Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, inspired by Chronicles of the Gatekeeper Adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 3, Episode 12, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. I'm Kesh, the Trindoshan Mystic Seer. I'm Koba, the Doug Sentinel Investigator. And I'm Skip, the uh, the Kalaran Seeker Hermit Atari Striker. Where the heck have you been? I told you I needed to attune to the sand. What, what, and why are you striking game systems? What did Atari ever do to you? Look, you all know that I need to mess with, you know, sand and rocks and stuff to be really efficient. And mm-hmm. the sand here was kind of weird. So I just started playing with it for a little while. And then did, I got a little you, distracted and I made me kind of made a little bit of a sandcastle. Are your but- pockets full of sand right now? Yes, I told you I was going to do that. It's the most efficient way, I think. Uh, Why do you think I have all of these pockets? Uh, all right, well, I'm sure Hillary will be happy that we're all together again. Yeah, I'm sure Hillary is. Hi- Where is Hillary? Oh, no. Uh, well, Hillary, I already played with all the sand. Well, the, the sand was kind of playing with Hillary last time. Hillary is so small, we could probably lose him in a little dune or something. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Hillary! Starts poking around with her staff. <laughs> he'll, he'll turn up. You don't want to get lost in the dune. The spice is not life. Hold on a second. It's legal. <laughs> Cash. Yes. Don't you have a force power that's literally find things with your mind? Uh... I do. Let me try that, but kind of like last time. If I do it, I might become evil. Oh, but we should probably just not try that then. Right, Ooh, a swoop right. bike. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, they're, they're gone. <laughs> to learn more about our heroes, we get one task and another question, and it is now Skip's turn. Hey, Koba. 
well, you know, since we're walking for a little bit, and it seems like, you know, conversation is sort of the order of the day, you know, since we're only slightly lost, uh, I was curious, is there anything about you that you wish we knew about you? You know, anything just kind of like burning in your mind to tell us, but you live in too dark a cloud of ennui to ever really divulge. And, you know, sometimes you think about maybe you're going to ask or, or tell us a thing, but then you, you hold it inside and, you know, the saxophone starts playing and you... Wait. Are, Where in the galaxy did you learn the word ennui? It's a Claren word. I don't think it's a Claren word. Mm-hmm. It's a Claren word. It means grumpy. <laughs> what did you think it meant? Knowledge is kind of a dangerous thing. Once you have it, you can't unhave it unless you suffer some kind of severe head injury or uh So actually actually I can think of a lot of ways that you can lose knowledge once you have them so that Yeah, I bet there's kind of, you know, dark force powers or something that could probably make you forget a thing. Or even, you know, just regular force powers. You know, these are not the Ewoks you're looking for or something. I don't know. What is an Ewok? I probably shouldn't have said that. I, I don't know. Look, a bunny. What, what is a bunny? <sighs> anyway, I choose very deliberately what I've shared with you and what I haven't. And that might be for your own good as much as it is mine. That all being said, Koba's not my real name. Let's move on. I can't really convey how big Skip's eyes would have got just there. Just, just like twice the size. Your name's not Koba? So our destiny pool for this session consists of, again, six light slide points because D1 is trolling us. <laughs> the wind howls as you stand upon the fallen obelisk, the sen kicking up so that you can't even see your hand in front of your face or foot. A slipping sound is amongst you, and suddenly the wind relaxes. Hillary has disappeared, and in his place stands the tall skip. <laughs> What? Ah, we'll never find Hillary in all of this. He'll show up eventually, I'm sure. Or we'll all die, either either way. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that no more uh, pillars try to crush us. You okay, Skip? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Why did you ask me twice? Because you went, hmm? And, I went, mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's very, very noisy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's very noisy. I suppose I should probably try to enunciate better because of the windstorm. What? Well, c- come on. We're heading this way. I can say whatever I want. And the wind is whispering. Come to your destiny. Well, that's not disturbing. There is a, an obelisk tower. There is a pavilion in front of it with a boatload of obelisks that are 60 to 100 feet tall and statues of 
people that are about 100 feet tall as well. From what you can see at the moment, you can see that this place was intended to be menacing. You are about in the dead center of the pavilion. Before the storm set in, you had a fairly clear vision of the Black Castle, but since you've started to walk towards it, the sand itself has started in a sandstorm fashion. Come in and burying things, dunes are getting created and shifted and moving. Shadows are flickering on the sand in places that you are pretty sure there shouldn't be shadows. Every now and then, you do see shadow and the wind curling around a person in a long traveler's robe and hood. Like an actual person, not a statue of a person? Like an actual person, about 6'2", and in traveler's robes. They're they're always facing uh, downwind, so that their hood is always able to cover their face. Every time they turn, they're going perpendicular to the wind, never into the wind. So you're not really able to get a face off of them. Am, am I the only one who's seeing that? Nope. Do you think it's Ward? I think whoever it is, it's probably not anybody friendly. Mm. is going to commit one of his force dice to the offensive ver- part of sense. The offensive okay. part of sense? Yep, there's an offense and a defense part. So the three of you are standing on top of one of these fallen obelisks that has fallen down the main pathway through this labyrinthine pavilion. The pavilion itself looks like it was at one point a high-end style diner that has maze-like layout so that people could very easily have quiet conversations, but waitstaff would still be able to get to them. That seems to have been left long, long ago. You still see like the remnants of booths and tables and that sort of thing, but where there had been a central way of going down, now there's an obelisk that you're standing on top of. The obelisk itself is about, I think I said nine feet to a side last time. Hmm. You're standing about 30 feet down it, and you've got 30 feet in the direction that you want to go. And at the moment, the wind is at a little bit of a lull. You can see out to long range now. So you can start seeing, like, the barest hint of the steps. That is very, very welcome. I guess we keep moving? Yeah. Do you think they know we're here? Probably. Well, the nice thing is, is if Kesh can't hear me, you know, talk when I'm right beside, then they probably can't hear us talking right now. I mean, that is a a fair point. Well, uh, shall we? Yes, we shall. Mm-hmm. Now, see, the winds could die down. I want to get a average survival check off of everyone. Yeah. It can be a group one. Okay. The pavilion where you're at, the nice through fairs are pretty much about to end. You're up so that you can see a little bit of it. So I'd be willing to give a boost. But you actually do have to hop back down and get in with the 10-foot tall concrete walls again. Well, uh, cash contributes nothing to this again. Kobe didn't have any survival ranks, but uh, four cunning, so... I mean, I will gladly take your cunning. I have two ranks in survival, and I can uh, re-roll survival check if I want to. 
Yeah, sounds like sounds like you're it. Okay. How much difficulty did you say that was? It is just going to be a average check, so two purple. Point, point, point. And I have rolled two successes. I'll take it. I mean, it's a slow start, but we're definitely starting good. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not you know like a despair or anything. So I accept this. Iwan, thank you. You move along the obelisk and are able to hop down without too much trouble. The bottom of it's cracked in such a way that it provides a slide down instead of it being a hard cut like what you had to scramble up. You drop down next to the obelisk. You go a little bit further. You find where there's going to be a pretty good path. You figure that it's just got a few lefts and rights. Go straight, take a left, take a, or take a right, then take a left. And just sort of zigzags, I guess is the best way of putting it, for a path. It would be great for backstops and if people were trying to assault. You could hide and whatnot. As you get to the first of these turns, from behind you, you hear a loud honk. And a large blackbird is on the ground and seeming to be running towards you. Specifically closer to skin. What are you doing out here, little buddy? It is larger than a normal goose. It has its wings out pretty much at full extension, like it is trying to puff up as big as it can. From what you can see, the top of it is a little bit wispy. Kind of like it's smoke being contained within the idea of a goose, but it's not able to quite keep it. Oh, are you all puffed up and trying to look intimidating? Yes, I'm very scared of you, Mr. Birdie. Good job. You're doing so good. So so that's that's real, too? I assume. You're seeing it, right? Can we see it? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's an important distinction to make in this place. I'm... And it seems to be running pretty much at skip. Is it, like, at a, at a sprint towards Skip? Has it stopped or slowed down at all? It doesn't look like it's stopping. It seems to be now hopping on its feet, like it's about to give a downstroke with its wings and try and get up. And the glowing yellow eyes of it seem to be dead set on Gutch. Skip is still not registering this and is just kind of, like, cooing at this bird. Aw, you're so good at being tough. Are you supposed to be out here in the storm, though? Hey, I think we might have a bird friend. I don't think anything on this planet is our friend. Uh, Well, some things aren't our enemy, at least. Yeah. So it launches into the air and seems to be trying to bite at Gudge. Whoa! Oh, no. Not, Not cool. Skip is going to just attempt to snatch Gudge out of Gudge's usual sort of floating position and just clutch Gudge to their chest and give the bird a stern look. This is Gudge. Gudge is not food. We have food if you need food. I have a lot of jerky. So you just need to calm down, buddy. I think at that point it is going to attempt to bite Skip. That's exactly where I assumed 
skip would be at this point in the campaign. Fighting a goose. <laughs> it's going to attempt to bite slash hit skip with a wing. So oh, This is wonderful. Uh, does skip have any defense? Uh, I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure I don't. I have some soak, but I have no defense. Correct. Also to success. Not so much with the biting because, well, goosebells, but it's able to, like, poke you very hard with its closed bill and then smack you with a outstretched wing as it's trying to essentially fuss at you. Doing a grand total of eight damage. All right, and I'll take, I'll take three of that. Ow! And uh, Skip is going to just kind of reach down and, like, bad cat swat at its beak. Hey! Nope. Does it have any sort of reaction? Like, I'm not trying to, like, hit it to hurt it. I'm just, like, chastising. When you go down to try and push it away or... It feels like you're trying to push at water. Like, it, there is something there, but it's a lot less firm than if it was an actual bird. As Kesh and Koba see it, it looks remarkably similar to the Nexu that you had had dealings with. Oh, uh, Skip, that's a fake bird. It's not, it's not real. Just, just get rid of it. How do I get rid of it? Skip's going to look back at this bird. Um, you're not real. Go away. You feel kind of real. And that did hurt when you bit me. Are you sure? Looks back at Cash. Pr- pr- pretty sure. I mean, the the next zoo were able to hurt uh, Koba earlier. Seems like a similar sort of thing, just uh, less dangerous. How do you get it to go away? Uh, we we lightsabered them. Oh, uh, look. D- does the big bird still seem aggressive? <laughs> yeah. It is still trying to, with its long neck, trying to get around Skip's hand as Skip is trying to keep it away from Gudge. I'm going to reach out and see if I can do that. <laughs> I can make that trick I tried last time work this time and try to pull it away and dispatch it. Sure. Because it's, it's, it's hurt, hurt my friend. It's not real. I feel justified. How this goes. What do I... Why do why, why do I keep forgetting what I roll in lightsaber now? Uh, is it an adversary bird? It is <laughs> not. You do get two setback for it, though. Okay, because it's not real. What is a living shadow? It's not okay. conventionally corporeal. That's, uh... Yep, D1 continuing the nonsense from last time. Uh, I managed two advantages, one light side pip and two dark side pips. So I guess I succeed in moving the bird closer to me by a range band, but I fail to connect. It will absolutely squawk at you. It's like you grab the main body of the bird and pull it back. So its wings go forward, its neck goes forward. And as you're swiping, since everything's extended forward, you miss. Uh, okay, th- this is a very, uh, very slippery bird. Do, uh, Skip, Koba, or the bird have reactions? 
Skip, I'm gonna stab the bird if it doesn't. If you don't want to do something else with it. I just feel so bad. It was trying so hard to be a bird. It's it's not real. It's fine. Fine. Skip's gonna kind of cover their eyes just like a, a little bit with their hand. Go ahead. Copa oh. ignites his but lightsabers and attacks the bird. At this point, yeah, it would be short range to you. Saber throw. But don't you need to upgrade that if I'm in melee with it? I mean, there is yeah. that, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> As we have a horrible lightsaber accident in the middle of the sand. Who needs all those limbs? Oh, I'm already down one. I mean, it's only a 1 in 12 chance that I would get a spare. I mean, there's also a small amount of light side points. Yeah, why would we spend those, Ben? You all want to use dark side points so much, so... Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm trying not to. <laughs> no, no amount of spending light side points make the odds of a despair go away, though. We can't light well, side points the red out of the pool. Oh, with True. my two advantages, I will... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I will give Koba a boost, because I have no strain right now. Saber throw. Okay. I thought for a second it was actually going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that lightsaber attack, three successes, two advantage, and uh, two dark side pips, actually, because one from the die I rolled and one from the fact that we're on this planet. Throwing the crosscard lightsaber again. Okay. Um, that's nine damage, breach. I can tell you what else happens if you need to know. Not really. They do have a soak. They don't have that high of soak. Yeah. As the lightsaber touches the bird, it rears up, getting as big as it can, like it's about to start attacking at Cash. And as the lightsaber pierces what looks to be the bird, it starts wisping away into curls of smoke and mixes in with the sand that is blowing in the air. And then I'll flip a light side point to use the two dark side pips, which also means I'm taking two strain and two conflict to have my saber return. Okay. Because one pip to hit and one pip to return. Yeah. That's how saber throw works. All right. You okay, Skip? Mm-hmm. You you can look now. It's It's gone. I just feel really bad. It's... This planet is odd. It's it's all right. Let's uh. It's toying with us. Yes. It wants you to feel bad. I guess my question is: Is it doing it of its own accord, or an alliance with Ward? Do you mean is this planet sentient? I don't know. Is that even possible? There's something, though. Don't you feel it? Every time I'm drawing on one of my gifts, I do. You start hearing amongst the wind whipping around, which is starting to pick up again. You start hearing a low moan that is in there, uh, almost like a choral Gregorian type thing that is settled in low on the wind. As you hear the uh, wind coming in, there'll be a low, almost like an ohm 
happening as you continue on and get closer. And as you do, the shadows within the sand start showing up and they start looking less and less like just blobs of shadow and more and more like people. You see one that likely would be a Duros, another one that would be Godel, several humans, even one that would be a Trandoshan. As we're drawing closer, do we recognize any of these figures? Are they people we used to know, like what happened with um, Hillary, or are they... So far they haven't come close enough yet to break out, mm-hmm. but with the Trandoshan, it is starting to get close enough that they might coalesce into an actual person. They seem to be getting closer. Like with the Trandoshan, you actually start seeing scales. They were pitch black, like it was shadow taking form, but you were definitely starting to see scales on the outside of it as opposed to just the general shadowy form of a Trandoshan. Yeah, as opposed to like the silhouette. Yeah. Uh-oh. Do we need to walk through these people to keep going towards where the Seek was directing, or...? Uh, yes. There's this main path where it shifts to the left, shifts to the right, shifts to the left, shifts to the right, and it just keeps going that way, mm-hmm. breaking up the entire the single long path into a lot of shorter paths. Much more defensible, honest. But at each of these corners where you're jogging back and forth, you're seeing these. As you're pressing on and pressing on, each time you go from side to side, it seems like they're getting closer and also the sand is getting closer too. The sand itself, it hasn't closed in so that it's whipping at you too, too much. Mm-hmm. It's not to the point where you're having to do something like make a resilience check, but you're definitely having to put scarves over, you're wearing your goggles. Mm-hmm. It's very much a nasty uh, piece of work, but it's not it's not quite to the point of the environmental rules taking too much of effect. Like, like cover. At this point, you can see to medium range. Call it 30, 40 feet mm-hmm. as you're making it. And you can see like shadow and light and dark beyond, but not much. Imposing and behind the black citadel that you're walking towards. I think Kesh is just trying to focus her eyes forward and trying to block out as much of that feeling of like the shadows and the sand um, coming around us. She knows, as Koba put it, the planet is screwing with us. And she's just trying to, you know, keep her eye on her goal and try not to let it get to her. When you say that there are shadows and everything that are there in shape, like... Are they three-dimensional, or are they just cast on the ground? Uh, they're three-dimensional standing up. Okay. You've seen a couple of them, like, on the wall. You've seen, like, they're about a foot behind the front of the sandstorm as it's falling down. So they're upright, like, as if being cast on things that are upright? They're not just upright in midair in a way that is, like, shadows don't work that way. They definitely look like they're being cast by uh, something. Right up until this Trandoshan, which looked like it was a shadow that stepped off of a wall. Yeah. But before that, yeah, they were on the wall in the sand before you, but always standing vertical, never on the ground. The one time where it was in the sand, 
the shadow cast a shadow of itself, like it was actually blocking light. Hmm. Starting to really hate sand. Remind me next time we come around here, one of us should learn some kind of ability to manipulate sand with the force. Uh, well, what do you want me to do with it? I don't know, I thought I'd just throw the thought out there and see what happened. I just didn't think that I would waste my effort on things that didn't matter all that much. Could you maybe try to push the sand back away from us? Yeah. I mean, you just had to ask. See? (laughs) See, Koba? You just had to ask. (laughs) Scooch is on by. Look, I kind of assume Skip forgot what their force powers were. Why do you think I have sand in my pockets? Uh, Skip is gonna sort of walk around their two compatriots with sort of self-satisfied look on their face, probably. And attempt to manipulate the sand. Good golly. What, 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 and Zezran, are you hoping that I do with this sand? In terms I have, of like, I have no idea. <laughs> Just uh, like, like part so, so, the sand, my, like I'm like a Moses here. Or? So, so, so my, my thinking is the way Ben's describing it is not just the shadows, but the sand itself seems to be encroaching uh, upon us. Is there some way you can do like, like a barrier? It helps start to push back against it. That way it's not just over overwhelming us. That, that was my thinking is all. That, that was the first thing I did with this power was erect a wall out of natural materials. Well, I'm more meaning something that can also come with us because we are still walking forward. I'm talking about some like like a, like airbender stuff here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm more like wondering if what I can do is as we walk, mm-hmm. I essentially use the sand that's sort of swirling around and use it to formulate a barrier with itself, just like push out against it with itself as we mm-hmm. walk. So I'm basically parting these like sand. I'd figure that you need to, like, commit a die for that. That but makes sense. Beyond that, yeah, a force roll that you can create sort of a dome or a wedge that the sand is no longer blowing at you directly, and then commit to move that dome around. It has been so long yet again. Is there difficulty with force rolls, or I just roll my force rolls? Uh, not in this case. But I am also generating an extra dark side. Yes. Yeah. Because of okay. Yeah, well, which you can decide to spend or not. Right. So I have rolled my three force rating, and I have acquired myself one light side point at my disposal, or three plus one, four dark side points. So what I need to do is use that one one light side and then from this point on commit one of my die I will write a little note for myself that I am committing a die I feel very committed to you D1 please uh, continue to be kind to me um is is one enough or do I need to yeah I, to the dark I side do think taking a look at this it would be enough 
yeah, this doesn't map perfectly to any specific ability of the power, but it feels thematically. Related. It's close enough to the base power that like may spend a uh, pip to make all terrain currently within short range normal terrain. Like it's in that sort of spirit to me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair, really. So I liked the descriptor you said earlier, where it was sort of like a dome. So I like I like uh, us having this sort of dome of protection around us as we go. As you're moving forward, you start seeing wisps of smoke coming up from the ground. How substantial? To start off with, they're pretty insubstantial. Like, just a small trail of black smoke. You'll see it, and then just as you keep going, it doesn't really get any more intense. As the sand itself is being kept away, now you're starting to see these wisps showing up. As they start to get more numerous, Koba's going to just stop for a moment and use his remaining force die to just ping the base power of sense to sense uh, living things within short range. See if there's any living things within short range other than Kesh and uh, Skip. Smoke monsters may not be living things. (laughs) (laughs) You give me a very nice conundrum here. Out to what range? Just so that I'm clear. I haven't bought beyond the base part of this power, so it's just a short range. It is not very far away. In that case, I'm going to go with ghosts are not living. I think that's fair. Then, no. You don't sense any other living. There's, like, virtually no plant life. There's virtually no insect life. Yeah. Actual animal life is, like, teensy. Those little mice that live in the deer kind of size. Mostly, Koba was like pinging to make sure that we weren't about to get like eaten by a sandworm or something. Yeah, no. So as you're progressing outside of this dome, you can hear the wind starting to pick up, and the amount of sand is starting to get even more and more dense. It's bad enough that it's starting to interfere with the light. Like when you landed, it was early morning. By the time the skip and Hillary change happened, that was like midday. So there should be a lot of sunlight right now. There isn't. It is pretty dark. As you are continuing on, you see the first step that would be going up to the Black Castle around you. The already dim environment grows somehow darker. Even your glow rods seem to die down. From the soil, ethereal figures float up into the air around you robed, cowled beings of impossible darkness that carry a palpable aura of malevolence. In rasping, overlapping voices, they speak, We are the Sith. This is our world. This is our world. This is our world. This is our world. In this case, there are four of them getting this, like, ring wraith vibe from the Sith. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. That is fair. Skip's just gonna since Skip's sort of leading uh, with this you know, sand protection bubble. Look back at Cash and Koba. Kind of scrunch their face up. Yeah, you heard that, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we can see them. Out of our way. 
we don't intend to be on this world longer than we have to. You are destined to be here, but you cannot affect the change that you want. The lead one is going to pull out blade extends like it's a lightsaber and it is a smoking black blade. Kind of like the darksaber but in this case it's more of this ethereal shadow and a round blade where it looks like a lightsaber but it isn't giving off the light of a lightsaber. If anything it's sort of absorbing light. Kesh will go ahead and ignite hers and that uh, purple blade extends out. I thought it was going to go this way. I've been waiting for something we can just fight, I guess. I was trying to look for some kind of... Pith- anyway, I ignite my lightsabers. Are we rolling some initiative? Yeah, we're going to roll initiative. Alright. Okay, for them it's going to be cool. For you, it kind of feels vigilancy. Yay! Now, how close was I to skip when... Unless you have reason to be further away, I figure the three of you would be, at most, short range. Yeah, I figured at most short range, given the, the whole bubble protection. Mm-hmm. I'm just being in general. So our initiative for this combat... Uh, is one PC followed by three NPCs, then the last two PCs, and then one NPC at the end. All right, so who wants to go first? On account of these are creatures of illusion. The combat checks regarding them will use willpower in place of the characteristic normally associated with that skill. And Pierce and Breach don't really do much to them. Oh. Well, joke's on you. I used willpower for lightsaber checks anyway. So, Brandon and Ren, do one of you want to jump in, or should I do it? By all means. Yeah, if I have to use willpower, my attacking ability is not going to be as strong as it normally is, so... Okay. Feel free to lead off. Alright, I'm gonna try... Good old draw closer again. I don't want to fall over this, so I'm gonna flip a light side point and advance, so I don't even have the option. I'll aim a shot, and just the uh, the first one I was talking to, the first one to ignite their blade, is the one I'm going to target. Okay. So what's my difficulty? Your difficulty on them is they have no adversary, and they have one defense. Okay. All right, so four yellow, a boost, three force dice, versus two purple, and a setback. Oh, cool. Draw closer actually works for a change. As I'm going to get three three successes, two advantages, and then uh, two light side pips. So how far were, away were they to begin with? I'm figuring that these four, they would have been at medium range to you in a row. Okay. They're standing next to each other, essentially on the first step of this castle. Okay, in that case... Then I will spend both pips to move the one ghost from medium range to engage with me and will hit. This ghost will take 11 damage. If they're still around, I'm going to crit them. They're pulled towards you, their arms trailing back, like almost like you're lifting them by their torso and yanking them close. 
their f- legs and arms hold back. Their hand stays on this shadowy blade. As it comes close to you, your blade comes down into its shoulder, passes through where the hip would be. Mm-hmm. Then the shadows slide against each other and then wisp away into the darkness. As this one dissipates? Yes. Okay. This one does dissipate. In that case, then, I will spend the advantages. You know what? I'm going to pass a boost on the skip this time. <laughs> and then, do I care to do something else or not? You know what? I do. Um, I'm going to make use of the force as my ally. So I'm going to take four strain, since it's my second maneuver of the turn, to perform a force power action as a maneuver. And I am going to throw a protect. I'm going to say onto Koba. Koba was injured in the last fight. So that's two purple check discipline. I feel like it's been a while since I've used this. And I did not succeed. So I'll spend the advantage just to recover one of those strain back. But, uh, yeah, it does not happen. Because I, I managed only to clear an advantage, two light side pips, and three dark side pips because of the virgins. Guess I'll just die then. Oh, yep, no. sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, I can't. I can't I, even if I spent a dark side pip, I couldn't, couldn't get you. Can't, couldn't get a success there. <laughs> Actually, I guess I can, I can do the reroll thing, can I? No, I, I'm, you really don't have to. Okay. Do that. I Hillary healed all of my wounds last time, oh. so okay. Mm. So you're you're see you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, let me see those three bad guys. <laughs> the initiative order. Yeah, this all is right. this is great. The three of them, they ignite their blade as they start running at the three of you. One to each. They're going to run in close and try and take a swipe at each of you. Okay. We shall see how weird and wacky this actually goes. I'm going to throw my sense advantage onto the one attacking Skip to add two more setback dice there. Let's do the Skip one first. Let's see how good, bad this goes. Well, (laughs) I... I mean, I, I didn't really help, but I, I kind of did, I guess. You helped. Oh, no, actually, never mind. One. It would have been a hit without that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first one rolling gets a threat and two triumphs. No successes. They're all canceled. In that case, I'm wanting to get uh, Skip to make a... One red, one purple fear check. Well, then. Yeah, so a discipline check. Can I use that boost that Kesh bounced to me for this, or does it have to be for my attack? I think it's your next check. Okay, cool. I just don't want to get bearded. That seems unfun. All right. Rolling. I got you success. All right. I am not afeard. You can't afeard me. (laughs) 
So you see it's starting to try and change shape. You see it bulking out a bit into as if there was a laminate armor on it. As you're moving out the way of its strike, something catches it so that its transformation doesn't fully take effect. Mm. I am going to upgrade the difficulty of Skip's next action afterwards. Okay. So that'll be the first one. Then the next one is going to be taking a swipe at Cash. Okay, I have four defense, buddy. <laughs> and no success were rolled. Yep. So swing and not a miss so much as um, I think Cash manages to catch that shadowy blade on the um, the blade of her lightsaber. So we have, uh, I imagine that like sweet crash sound as the two connect and bounce off of each other. And then the last one is going to be taking a swipe at Koba. Koba's saber is given defense one. Serious. <laughs> D1's in that kind of mood. D1 seems to be in a mood. So it takes a swipe and Koba's able to catch it on, uh, I'm assuming the guard shadow because that would be the cooler one. Yep, flips flips the guard shoto around to have the blade where where it needs to be to stop this shadow saber. Copa does a lot of flipping the guard the guard shoto around. It's almost <laughs> gratuitous. It's yellow. So it got one failure and one advantage. I am thinking that there's going to be a boost to the next malevolent spirit that goes. Okay, Koba will. You know, throw, sort of throw the spirit off of off balance a bit, being as he blocked with the guard shoto, go in for a strike with the cross guard saber. He still has sense uh, activated for the offensive properties. Okay. So it's still pretty gross, just not as gross as if he could use his cunning like normal. <laughs> that actually just means I, I get back to what my normal pool is for lightsaber. <laughs> Do they have defense? Uh, they have one defense. They have no adversary. They just have the willpower thing, which is yep. more gross than adversary. Five hits. That's 11 damage. Which blade would you figure connects? Uh, that's with cross guard saber. So it's okay. blocked the attack with the guard shadow, then sort of throws the spirit off balance from there and goes in for an opening sensed through the force with the crossguard saber. As you're cutting in with the crossguard saber, it transforms and you see at least the briefest flash of imperial armor and then it is finished evaporating. When you say imperial armor, are we talking stormtrooper? Are we talking imperial military? Are we talking inquisitor? We're talking inquisitor. Okay. Yeah, it definitely looks like some form of Inquisitor armor as you slice through the shadow as it's slowly taking form. Gets rid of that one. That's Koba's turn, so I think it's Skip. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I am doing things that I've never done before. Uh, one of the uh, skills that I selected in my new Atari spec was, I believe, called Quick Draw. So I can bust out my lightsaber axe as an incidental. Yep. But yes, so since Skip was just 
lunged upon, Skip is just going to quick instinct reflexively whip that thing out and see see how it works. So, with my shiny two points in lightsaber, I'm going to attack this guy. Also, not that it really matters right now because I have not committed any dice to agility or anything at this moment, but um, I did get the thing as well that makes me able to pull lightsaber with that instead of prom. Okay. I do not believe anything else that I got with it right now yet matters for this. So, okay. But I have upgraded difficulty on my next check, so what is my... Uh... Uh, your difficulty in this case would be one red, one purple, one setback. Because you do have defense one. Rolling yellow, yellow, green, red, purple, setback. I got... Ooh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got uh, two success, a triumph, bit of threat, but you know, we don't need to worry about that. I know we need to worry. Yeah, but like, one threat is a pretty minor yeah. element here. This means for me that, uh, so that'll be, I that'll mean, be eight damage plus a triumph. Still enough. Triumph means you can crit, correct? It's been so long since I've fought. You can spend a triumph basically to do anything you could do with any number of advantage. So, it is really hard to crit on something that has been cut in half and is Fair. now evaporating. Okay. Then it's it's gonna like triumphantly disintegrate in a cool way, so Skip <laughs> looks really cool. <laughs> Neat. Alright, cool. You're definitely able to get enough to uh, get that to turn to wisps. Cool looking wisps. Mm-hmm. Gotta use that triumph for something. It's cool looking wisp sound. Making emboldening <laughs> the next person to go. Oh. Yeah. I'll take that. Good call. I do think that doing the cut, especially since you're not hitting anything and there's virtually no resistance to the blade, skip takes one strain on account of overexertion. Right. Like taking a huge swipe with the arm and then expecting to hit something and not. We're at the end of the round. I am. So, you were hearing the ohm that you've been hearing for the last while seems to be getting louder. You start hearing whispers from all around you as it looks like the shadows and the darkness seem to be coalescing beyond the dome that Skip has. So there's only one of these ethereal shadows and it is standing in front of Kesh. At the start of the next round, there seems to be these whispers coming in closer from all different directions, but they aren't there yet. It sounds like they're being drawn, and the one in front of Kesh, that ran to Kesh, is going, You shall promise. I'm not promising anything to you, and I'm gonna... <laughs> Oh, actually, uh, whose turn is it? Uh, it's top of the round. Top of the round, so okay. one oh. PC. Okay. Then I guess I will try to cut them down. Uh, so that'll be ten damage. 
since I had generated two successes, three advantages, and uh, four dark side pips. It has two flaming eyes as it looks directly at Kesh. The shadow itself starts to dissipate into the sandstorm. At least for the moment, while you can hear the whispers in the background, there's no one directly that you can see at the moment. Essentially out of structured time. Okay. That was a little easier than I expected. These things cut like a hot knife through fresh game. This is amazing. Yeah, I don't think that these enemies were so substantial either. I think the uh, the core band's still just getting warmed up. Don't ruin it. Shh. We gotta deal with Ward and we gotta get off this planet. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me at Twelfth Night, that's 1-2-T-H and Night with a K. I'm at Ace Picarito, A-C-E-P-I-K-O-R-I-T-O. Uh, like, like this show right now where we have run out of time, I am Ren out of time on the Twitter. And Leslie, who wasn't in this episode, can be found at GS. And we are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the Hydean way. Or you can send the team some calf <laughs> at ko-fi.com slash the Hydean way. Wouldn't it be a bummer if these dark illusions provoked us into fighting each other without even realizing it? <laughs> Hillary, no. Yeah, Cash. What if you just like actually cut Hillary in half? We I know. No. <laughs> then, then my fall to the dark side would be complete. Then mm, I'll have to cut you in half. Then your fall to the dark side will be complete. Yeah, and then and then the protagonist will have to save the day. I just need to clarify uh, because when you said we hear a honk, I immediately thought like a vehicle. You uh, mean you mean like a like a goose honk sort of situation? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, you'd think that I would immediately think bird, but I was like, okay, cool. What kind of vehicle is coming up? Uh, All right, that's fair. But yes, it is very much a bird. D- does the big bird still seem aggressive? Yeah. Now it's big bird <laughs> in my brain. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if I can stab Big Bird. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Um, as you hear the... Uh, a train. Sorry, continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to use something other than congeal. But like, Coalesce? Like, 
Yes. They, thank you. I see a little silhouette of a cash Sorry. Christine, what if what if this is a Metal Gear Solid 3 situation? Oh no. <laughs> How many people is Cash killed? Uh we gotta run. <laughs> we are not making it through this river, Koba. Oh, we had such different experiences at that part. Anyway. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> anyway, that was that was Ren, not Skip. I know it's a little hard to tell right now. Uh, Wait, you, Ren, have sand in your pockets right now? Well, no. The, <laughs> I don't actually Weird. have any pockets right now, which is nonsense. So the sand's just like on the ground in your in your room? Well, it does get everywhere. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Why is that a gif? Why does that exist? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah. That, okay. Can you the help? Pocket, pocket sand. <laughs> that, wow. <laughs> it's, it's apparently a thing. Okay. <laughs> I maybe, you know, neglected to make it quite as tall as Cash, so Cash is going to have to scooch. No, no, I'm uh, fine. I'll bend Aren't the two of you like more. the same height? Oh, that's right. Never mind. Yeah, yeah Cash uh, is, is, what, a little bit over six feet? That's true, yeah. yeah. But then she kind of hunches. Tall. Yeah, Trend, never mind. Trendotions aren't, like, gigantic. They're just within the realm I think for some reason, tall. like, in my head, even though I know on my sheet it's like, Skip is six feet tall, Skip feels short to me. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yes, but you're right. So scratch all that. So. M- mostly, Koba was, like, pinging to make sure that we weren't about to get, like, eaten by a sandworm or something. Yeah, no. We are in Dune. What? I was about to say, that that's the wrong franchise, Brandon. <laughs> Like I said, the spice is not. You're telling me Star Wars doesn't have sandworms? Oh, I know. Star Wars definitely has. That's, that's fair. Has all kinds of terrifying things. What else is an Exogorth? Yeah. Yeah. Or for that matter, now that we've seen one, uh, a crate dragon. True. Oh. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, but then it's, it's I, I sandworm like crate dragon. W Y R M. Recap. Skip chased a goose, but it was a ghost. A ghost goose. That's the recap.